All right, Dr. Mike. <laughs> well, I'm not a doctor yet. I'm Dr. Jerry. <laughs> I call you doc. You know, I call you doctor now because you are one of the most skilled people I've seen in terms of programming and in terms of mathematics. In fact, you know now. I teach you all the time. You know how it is. So, but thank you very much, you know, for sitting down with me today. Um, I know obviously you're very busy. You have lots of things to do, but thank you for taking the time. To, to talk with me small, you know, let's, let's just, you know. So well, we're going to talk today primarily about, you know, your upbringing, when you, where you've come from, and, you know, how have you got to where you are today? Because right now, you're an executive office, you're a member of the executive office at a very reputable financial firm, you know. So we're just going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about a, a few key values, you know, a few key concepts that I feel like you probably have mastered or you're mastering that allowed you to get to where you were today, which would also include, you know, like your your struggles, your life struggles from the past, you know, and what you've learned from those struggles, hopefully, so that other people can pick up on those values. Because the whole point of this channel is called Mastermind. And the concept of Mastermind is basically being able to use other people's resources, use their knowledge, use everything that can help, use everything that they've used that could potentially help you you know, to achieve your own life goals. From, it could be from skills to actual physical contacts, regardless of what it is. So I'm just trying to basically share knowledge, you know, mm. share experiences, share key skills, key values mm. that other people can pick up on mm. and use it to further their own ambitions or their own life goals or their own dreams. So that's the idea of a mastermind. So Dr. Mike, once again, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. For sitting down with me. Um, so the first question I ask you is the question I hate the most. I hate this question so much. Because every time I've gone to an interview, it's the first question they ask me, tell me about yourself. So I'm going to ask you to tell me about yourself, but please, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm 22 years old, <laughs> so just tell me about yourself. Just tell me, you know, where, how, what, what you're doing right now at Paige and how you, how you're finding it, you know, how, how many siblings you have, what, what is your upbringing like? Just tell me anything briefly about yourself yeah um my name is michael <laughs> yeah. and um, i was born in surulere lagos mm -hmm. i was brought up in um alaja ayobo in lagos state as where's, well where's alaja yeah um it's around um Ali, it, it's it's an animal alimosho okay. alimosho local government so okay, okay. uh from there I moved to the university mm. to have my Bachelor of Technology okay. and I had my master's after then. Okay, so from Lagos all the way did your master's. Yeah. How did you find doing a master's? How did I find do you were you do you think doing a master's is beneficial? Yes, yes, it has been beneficial because um, when I did my undergraduate i did my undergraduate as an independent person mm. who always believed on um independent works so i really do not um mingle with people to study together okay. but when i got to um the school to have my uh, where i did my masters i found that it was a different thing entirely so mm. 
I had to form a study group and I had to um, relinquish most of my um, methods to gain new ones. So having a master's degree helped me to build um, a new set of program uh, problem solving skills. Okay. So it's really, really helped me a lot. It's really, really helped me a lot. So I would say the value it's added to my life um, is problem solving skills. Problem solving. Yeah, yeah. Is that because you also got to work with much more people or is it just specific to the task or because you had to sit down in a group with some people? Yeah, um, majority of those we in my class mm. were first class students wow. from their schools. <laughs> of course, Dr. So, Michael. <laughs> they, they, they are very, very good. Yeah. And majority came from the background of pure mathematics. So Oof. whereas I came from the background of um, um, industrial mathematics, but I thank God uh, I was able to uh, scale through and to really do well. Okay, so let's let's talk about math a bit because you know when people hear math like me, they start to shake a bit already. I'm already shaking when I hear math. You know, math is something that, in fact, I've struggled. <laughs> me and my parents have fought so many times because of that math subject. But then here you are, <laughs> first in first in Nigeria, right? You went for a math competition and you were first in the whole country. Thank God about that. Wow, that's fantastic. So, <laughs> why why math? How where where did your interest in math where did that start from? Well, um, when I finished my um, secondary school, yeah, um, you know, most times I by God's grace come first uh, in, in class mm. when it comes to mathematics and um, uh, testings or uh, testing of abilities. So I was also uh, given the award of the best mathematician in my um, secondary school. Wow. So after then, uh, I had to wait for like a year or more trying to teach mm. uh, students mathematics. So I was uh, a secondary school teacher. Okay. I taught mathematics, I taught physics, okay. I taught um, Fordham. So <laughs> I thought that in a different school until my former school came to pick me up to teach mathematics. So I found mathematics uh, as some as my second Bible. Wow. So um, whenever I'm not reading my Bible, yes. I take new school mathematics and begin to solve problems and wow. solve. so it's really, really influenced my choice mm. of decision, you know, really influenced my choice of what department to choose. And so we'll talk also. on, we'll talk on the Bible and your faith yeah, briefly in the bits, because I know it's like one of your key values and probably also what has helped you also get to the level that you are at, you know, no doubt. Mm. Um, so we'll, we'll get back to that, that's for sure. Now, so math, you've been a scholar <laughs> since since you are you are young. This is your college. You've been a scholar since you are young. So, where where did programming come into it? Then, where did programming come into play? Because we know that you know every some people can be good at math, 
but they have not necessarily mm. applied that skill to programming. Mm. So one, where did your interest in programming come from? And why? Why, why did you think, okay, I could do this with mathematics? Yeah, well, um, I think I should give a kudos to mm. my former school, okay. Federal University of um, Technology, Akure. Okay. Uh, so right from um, undergrad level, we took Fortran, we took Python. So these are all programming basic, languages. Yes, QBasic okay. and VBasic. Okay. So from there, I started um, developing interest. So where um, there was one day, uh, that was where my interest started from. Wow. So we were in the lab and um, um, the lab technician told us to write a program that can reverse a word. Any word yes. you impute, it would reverse, reverse that the word. word. Okay. Yes. So uh, in like five minutes or thereabout, you know, I told him I was done with mine. <laughs> you were the first one to finish, right? Yeah. Of so <laughs> I, well, I, I give the glory to God anyway. So uh -huh. when, I, when I called him, he shouted, shouted, he said he hasn't seen a code as short as this. I so, and he was really, really happy. So since then, I started developing interest for mm. programming. So the, the, the first, um, the system my dad gave to me, mm. um, I installed MATLAB, mm. I, I installed Maple, I installed Mathematica. So from there, I started programming alongside yeah. studies. So that was where my interest started from. So you just, you got that interest and boom, you mm -hmm. ran with it. Wow, wow, that's, that's fantastic. So I, I, most people, when their parents give them a new laptop, Netflix is the first thing that they're installing. <laughs> but you installed MATLAB and you installed Python, uh -huh. and which is fantastic. Obviously, everybody has that foresight. So that's great. So that's, so that's math covered. We've also covered programming. Now, do you think it's beneficial for other people to mix both? What, what are the benefits of mixing math and programming in terms of, you know, real life applied scenarios, situations? You know, what, what, what are the benefits? Yeah, um, I see a lot of mathematicians who are very good at um, theories, mm -hmm. right? But when it comes to programming, they shy away. Mm -hmm. Merely because programming is difficult to combine with uh, mathematics okay they're two different disciplines really? so you really need to develop a flair for programming and my goal had always been to find an intercept between programming okay. industrial mathematics and pure mathematics well so at the end of it i have this goal of you know getting better at each of these disciplines and making something meaningful out mm -hmm. of them. So I would advise everyone who is a mathematician to take cognitive steps okay. into learning programming. And uh, programmers as well need to be right. very good at mathematics, mathematics. because when you uh, write codes, there are some codes 
that would need your knowledge of mathematics or statistics. Mm -hmm. So when you are deficit in such knowledge, you have a knowledge gap. Yeah. And you tend to look up look for or to collaborate with mathematicians. To fill that gap. Yeah. So instead of you being one all in one. Mm. Yeah. So you have to make sure to make the program work or whatever it is. You need to collaborate with somebody who does not have who has that skill, that math skill that yeah. you lack. Yeah, so but yeah. mathematics and um uh, programming, let's say, and, and computer science are very, very much related in the mm. sense that, take for example, theorems in mathematics are called algorithms. So, oh. yes, they're called algorithms. If this proposition is true, then this result follows. Mm. So, the same concept is being brought into computer science. So, it's just a different case yeah. such that you're bringing it to life when it comes to computer science so they're doing almost the same thing okay. both disciplines so so there is that link yes yes there, there is, is that link there definitely. is a lot of so and you would encourage anybody that is trying to do math that is doing math or that is doing programming to try and find that link Yes, yes. And try and use both to the advantage yes, to learn yes. one of the other. Learn one of the other. Okay. Yes, yes. That's great. So, I mean, <sighs> programming and math, two not very easy things, but mm -hmm. you have been able to do both of them and not just do it to be ultimately very successful at both. You know, you have written many math papers, <laughs> as, I, as I've said in the intro. Well, Your first was. Well, let me say several. S several. <laughs> You've written a lot <laughs> of math papers. Yeah, about papers, and I've, I've seen some of them on the first page. I'm already seeing 25 formulas, and I'm like, what is going on on this first page? <laughs> you know, yeah. which is amazing on its own. So how so how have you, before we talk about probably your background, actually, you know what, we could actually incorporate this, because I'm sure, because we spoke about this, I'm sure that's mm. also part of why, what built you as a person and made you successful mm. in this field. Obviously, you're still very young, mm. so there's much more for you to, to accomplish. Mm. But right now, you have made a very good start. I think it's easy to say mm -hmm. I have made a very, good, yeah, a very good start. So, what what values do you think helped you to helped you, you know, to be as diligent, as successful as you are, as good as you are in mathematics and in programming? What kind of values are we talking about? Things like is it your relationship with Christ? Is it focus? Is it determination? Probably your upbringing. So, just touching a few points. A few points. Yeah. yeah, so I would like to say I am what I am mm. through grace. Mm -hmm. You know, um, right from time, uh, my mom and my dad, uh, you know, they are Christians, and whenever they go for prayers, they take me along. Mm. And there is usually this prophecy about me that this boy would be this, this boy would be that. And that thing has always stuck to me. At whenever I go to read alone, you know, I see a lot of people playing football. Yeah. I see a lot of people, you know, doing things not meaningful to their eternal value mm. and to their future value. I mean, in terms of um, academics and other things okay. while in school. So, so it's helped. 
Yeah. What is eternal value? Yeah. Um. I mean, when we die. Okay. Okay. So that we okay. have a place to okay. go to. Okay. So. Uh, that has usually helped me. You know, I remember right there in Fota at the front of Adeni Hostel. You have to pass through a forest Ooh. to uh, school as a shortcut, right? Okay. So, I keep I'll keep singing while in that forest. There are songs that I've memorized to sing and and, and to um, inspire me. So I find joy in what the Lord has spoken about me, mm-hmm. and even if things are not as smooth as they would be, yeah. I need to find that joy. You know, I need to pursue that goal. And I've always said, it is either you make um, God, whatever God has decided to, for you to be, you will always get there. Mm. But it has always been my desire that I get there with a pure heart and a clean hand. Wow. So, um, it was very difficult, you know, the days where I had to, where I had to, uh, take rice without stew, the days where I had to drink, um, gari, what, that's what they call it in Nigeria, Mm -hmm. and so many things, you know, mixed emotions, several times I wouldn't have enough to eat you know but i usually derive that joy in what the lord has spoken about me and to always pursue what um is ahead of me in holiness in the way that the lord wanted me to wow so you've mentioned a few things there let's let's talk a bit about you mentioned that sometimes you didn't have enough to eat there sometimes you know you ate gary on his own Mm. so when you face those situations, or actually, let's talk about let's actually talk about those situations. Mm. So, can you give me an example, uh, per se? Yeah, know, of a, of a think, tough time. Yeah, because I think, I'm sure other people are also going through. Yeah, 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 tough, yeah, tough yeah. times so at I the moment. I think there was a time in my 300 level. Mm. Uh, I think I finished um, class, and I wasn't having anything to eat. Mm. So I had to go to Futa Farm. I was looking for water leaf. Well. I was looking for water leaf. I couldn't find water leaf. So I had to cut some um, vegetable like um, uh, like plants. plants right? yeah. So, but when I got to the hostel, I found that, that um, they were in completely vegetable. <laughs> so that was even where I had cooked. <laughs> so that day, I, I, I used. Um, uh, salt, yeah, you know, and prepared um, Gary, you know, this. So uh, I, th- I didn't think I had palm oil that day. So how? So it was. Wow. I just decided to, you know, to fill my tummy, and yeah. when I did that, I took my bag. Yeah. I took everything. I went to class that night. You went. To, you went back to class. You went yeah. back. So that's that's amazing. Of course, it's easier to laugh about it now. Mm. You know, now that you're not in that position anymore. Mm. But obviously, I'm, then it, it could not have been yeah. an easy, an easy thing to, yeah. to yeah. go through. Yeah. That's why it even makes it more special mm. or more. What's the word I'm looking for? More 
interesting, mm. inspiring. That's the word. More inspiring. Mm. That's why it makes it more inspiring that you are now sitting in a boardroom in mm. an executive office. Mm. You know, as a member of the executive office of a massive financial firm in Nigeria. That is that is crazy. So, so what would you say to people who are in that situation? Because right now even with the pandemic some people would have not been in that situation before mm. and now suddenly find themselves in those kind of situations mm. what, what helped you get through it yeah uh you know like you talked about the religious side yeah, right yeah, what yeah, else yeah. you know anything yes, alongside so, that yes yes so i remember that i usually set goals for myself okay you know for example, before the the the, the semester starts, mm. I would go to um, there is a fellowship, um, deeper life fellowship, which I I, I, I usually attend, attend sometimes, and then take past questions from there. Mm. I'll solve past questions, you know, before the semester begins. Wow! And I would I've written my notes before the semester begins. Are you, are you, so, what? Are you serious? <laughs> so I'll just take my note to class. And yeah. I'm a classmate and say, but Mike, you've already written the notes before we... <laughs> so, <laughs> How did um, you? so my advice would be that don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. So you have to be resilient. Yes, 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 yes. You know, and whatever you, your hand finds it to do, do it diligently. Do it with all thy might. Don't give up. Yes. Whatever you want, you want to do, do it diligently. Diligently. So to the best of your ability. Yes, yes, yes. Because there, there are several times, you know, that after I finish reading in, in night class, mm. I will sleep on that bench. On the bench. Right? So yeah. when it is morning around five, I'll go yes. back to the hostel and pray alongside. As Let's I try and one. give a picture of where you used to, of that bench. Let's try and, because some people will just think, ah, oh, maybe a bench or this chair. Let's try and give a, a visual picture, a visual representation of where you used to sleep. Yeah, well, actually, I think those in Futa would understand what I'm saying, right? So in two in one, there, there is two in one A and mm -hmm. there is two in one B. What's two in one Two a, in one A okay. and there is two in and one B. One A is a room. Lecture theaters, okay, right? Lecture hall, okay. Yeah, so... Um, I usually use between one B. Mm. So and when and those those chairs are joined together by um, an iron, you know, there, there is so you can it's either you can shift uh, the you can tilt the chair forward and backwards so you just yeah. sit on that and someone else takes yeah. another one or it is just barely wood right okay. so wood. Yeah, yeah, so, and wow. you have something to write upon. Wow. So after, I'll take my cover with yeah. me. To the lecture hall. Yeah, that night. So wow. I take my um, uh, uh, lamp as well. Nice. Take my lamp as well. So I put, my, I put my lamp on the table. I'll read. So when I'm tired, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sleep, put everything inside my bag and then mm. put my head on wow. the on, on the bag and then sleep so when it's morning mm. i would um prepare to go to class and then along the way uh, i begin to pray and to sing because i like singing a I lot like singing. i know yes. you're a tenor right <laughs> in the choir yes. yeah wow so, so so why were you sleeping in the in the in the lecture hall 
why not in an accommodation? You know? Yeah, uh, well, I think there were so many, there were several things ahead of me. Mm. And, you know, my uh, GP, let me say my CGPA, I needed to maintain my CGPA and then so improve. For people that don't know what is CGPA is, what what is that like a result? Yeah, yeah, like like cumulative yeah, um, CGPA. So that's that's uh, the, the grade, you know, the cumulative mm. grade points. So average. you were you were doing all this because you were so determined to keep up your score or to improve on your score, right? Well, yeah, yes. that's you see, that's that's a skill. <laughs> That is the next level kind of determination. So clearly, you know, you have, you, you are very determined, you know, and very focused. Mm. Did you find that you had to sacrifice some things? I'm, I'm assuming probably the answer is probably yes. So yes, yes, yes. Um, I think my mom knows about this and my dad. Mm. <laughs> I think they can count how many times I've, I, I went home during my um, undergraduate. So. Uh, because I usually don't go home. You don't go home at all because you want to study. Yeah, I think I've been home like um, two, twice or thrice. In your whole four years, four, right? Or five, five, five. Yeah. So oh my word. <laughs> so I think um, oh, wow. two, two to four times since. Yeah. So uh, what I what I usually did was I would stay behind. You know, when others have gone home, mm. I take past questions, bind them, I buy um this A4 paper, you know, a whole room, and I'll bind them together and then solve questions. Mm. Because, uh, you know, back then, uh, our lecturers repeat questions. They repeat their questions. <laughs> so, so they repeat questions, yeah. and some of them do not repeat questions. Mm. So what I would do, you know, you have to study each lecturer, you know, which one of them mm. repeats great question then which one no, of the so there's some lecturers i wouldn't even bother to yeah. solve questions i, I might just even solve like one or two years yeah. but, but there's some lecturers i'll solve like four five years because <laughs> you know that it's so. quite a sharp guy <laughs> okay that, that's great so i have you definitely had so you sacrificed your relationship not relationship but the amount of times you Time. saw your parents mm -hmm. and obviously that that cannot be an easy thing to sacrifice they're your parents both your parents you know Nobody in the world loves you more than your parents, mm -hmm. but you are so determined to improve your GPA, or not even improve, to maintain, mm -hmm. which is fantastic on its own, because I'm sure it was really high. <laughs> well, improve and to maintain, because... To improve and maintain yeah, your, yeah, your CGP, yeah. CGPA, and you were successful, mm -hmm. right? Thank Number one in Nigeria yeah. for that competition. Mm -hmm. So, actually, no, that's fantastic. Let's just, you know, just Thank acknowledge you. that that's Thank not many people have that kind of willpower. To, to to sacrifice twice or three times in five years. Wow, my parents would be crying. I'm like, this guy doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. So I uh, think they understood. They understood, right? Well, they understood. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, it's, it's, it's paying off. Mm. It's mm. paying off. I'm sure they've also seen the vision mm. as well. Like you had seen the vision. Mm. You knew where you wanted to go. Mm. And you've done whatever you could to, to get to where you wanted to go. Mm. Right, so we're just going to talk about a few key concepts. Uh, we've already talked about determination. We've mm. talked about focus. We've mm. talked about more or less willpower. These are all the things I'm taking from what you said to me so far already. Mm. And then we talk about sacrifice. Mm. You know, you you would have to sacrifice some things mm. to get to where you're going. If you're especially if you're a goal-driven person like yourself. Mm. 
So I know that you've also had to work for free, mm. right? Mm. I read a post on LinkedIn not too mm. long ago, and someone was saying, "Oh, the only people that can work for free are those that are privileged, because mm. if they don't, you know, if they don't get paid, mm. you know, they still have their family to fall back on, or they have money to fall back on, so they still have a very comfortable lifestyle." Mm. But clearly, that was not your case. Mm. But you still chose to work for free. Mm. So. What was the value? What value did you see in working for free then? And how has that benefited you now? And also tell us about your experience, where you worked, you know, why you worked for free and all that kind of, all that yeah, story. Yeah, I, uh, I think it all started from where, um, when I did my um, industrial training. I did my industrial training in my school mm. on programming. So industrial training is a year, like a placement year, a year internship, right? So half, half a year. Six and you do it in between university or right after yeah, you finish? in between university. In between which levels? Yeah, 400 level. 400 level and 500 level. Yeah, so second semester, 400 level. Okay, so I, I, I tend to know that as a placement year okay. or year in industry. That's what we call it. So mm. just to, so everybody knows. So sorry, carry on. Yeah, so um, I did that for free, mm. you know, and while I was doing that, I... I was only at my own expense, but I found out that several people started coming to me mm. to program for them. Wow. And I was doing that for free. You know, final year students, because I was in founder level, final year students would come to me, uh, master students would come to me, and um, I think one or two PhD students came to me then. Yeah. I think one, one came to me then, and then, and then the other came in 500 level. So, yeah. It's, it was really, really challenging because I had um, several people who would advise me and say, you have virtually nothing to eat and you're struggling. Why would you be working for free? Yeah. But my own values are based on religious values, okay. which I think I should help people, okay. I should provide as much as I have been provided for. So some people would um, show gratitude and then, you know, they mm. force themselves to, for yeah. my just stay, just stay. Uh-huh, so, yeah. but if I do something for you, I wouldn't um, want to uh, receive any thing as an enumeration. So, um, but then I, I observed something. Mm. If I work for people for free, they tend to give their all to me. Wow. So, for example, if I work with a professor for free mm. or a doctor for free, if he has some uh, advantageous, you know, substance or any kind of thing to, to do for me in return, he does that in a multiple fold. So, let's take, for example, if I work with someone who programs mm. he has some other kind of programs codes written and i do mine out of my own volition and out of generosity because he is currently deficit at that point at yeah. that area so he would want to pay me back because he knows i wouldn't mm. collect money from him yeah. so you want to pay you would like to pay me back by instilling in me and then, and then impacting back in form of kind yeah. So it releases a lot of things that are not 
um, available to normal students. Okay. You know, I'm not saying questions, mm. you know, being private questions or um, illegal things. Mm. So things like code, things like okay. respect. And okay. so I find joy in those things. Okay. And as time went on, people started knowing me, you know, I can remember the time uh, where I had to sleep in the laboratory for almost three months. You know, wow. uh, my my school laboratory, mm. just to work for someone. You know, and as well to also build up myself in terms of programming, and then as well, I was also um, doing research with an international uh, author. So I find joy in helping people. And that was one of the reasons why uh, I w didn't find them as a disadvantage. They really, really helped me because right now, if I want to solve problems, all I do is go back to my repositories or those things I had before. Because I know that I would have solved a similar problem before. before. And those things, those that watching your repository was given to you by yeah. Yeah. these people that you did work for free for. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. So basically, you know, you work for free and then you also get back yes, yes. in kind, you know, yes. a lot of favors, a lot of other benefits apart from your pay. Yeah, even apart from, from money. Yes, yes. Even from others, even from other people that I did not even yeah. work for. Just because they've seen you, you know, working for free. Yeah. Plus the situation you are in. Yes, yes. You do not have, you know, a mansion that even if you work for free, you just enter your land cruiser and go to your mansion and go and sleep. It was not like that for you. It was not. It was definitely very different, but you still did it. Mm. So it is possible. Yes. It's yes, possible yes, to do it. Yes, yes. What motivated you? What kept you going during those kind of periods? Yeah, well, actually, I had a lot of um, discouragements from people, mm. Mm. even from lecturers. Are you serious? And even from my colleagues. Though um, they're not, uh, I wouldn't count them as, um, I wouldn't say it was bad for them to have advised me. They, was, they wanted my welfare because they knew the kind of position I was mm. and how I was in their need of substance and a lot of things. Mm. But then uh, that was my core value. That was my, um, that was my decision to keep helping people. I really did not know the reason why I was doing that. Yeah. I just knew it would count for me in the future. For something. Okay. Yes, yes. So, uh, I just kept doing it. And it's really, really pain. It's pain of even till today, pain right? It's pain of till today. Yeah. All right, Dr. Mike. <laughs> so, you told us about working for free and the effects or the benefits you are still you are still feeling the benefits today. Mm. You did that regardless of your situation. Mm. It was not it was not great for you. It was not perfect for you. Mm. You are even saying that other lecturers, or other people are telling you, are discouraging you, saying, "How can you be doing this? Mm. You know, you know, you have worked so much, blah blah, blah and you are still giving your your service out for free and all that kind of stuff." Mm. So thank you for thank you for sharing that. That's great. So that means is what I'm taking from that now is that it's important. If you if you need it, you feel like you know where you're trying to be, you're trying to get to. Mm. Working for free should not be a problem. Yes, yes, right. Yes. Like internship. Yes, you know, and all of those. As long as it helps you achieve the Freelance, goals yes, yes. that you're trying to get to. Yes, yes. 
Now, speaking about working for free, you also mentioned about how you are willing to help people, you know, also for free. Mm. Um, I've been part of this program. It's called 100 Black Interns in, in the UK. I'll have mm. to shout them out. <laughs> and uh, one of the, the founders always says this thing, lift as you climb. Mm. Clearly, you know, as you're working for free, you're also lifting as you climb. You know, mm. that means the whole concept is that as you are getting better, as you are improving your skills, as mm. you are becoming more successful, mm. you're not doing it on your own. Mm. You're also taking somebody that's with you. You're mm. trying to help as much as you can. You're trying mm. to give yourself people as much as you can mm. so that we all, you know, grow together. Mm. I got a sense of that in mm. what you said about, you know, working for free mm. and doing things for people. People even offering to give you money and you're like, no, I, you know, don't worry, I'm fine, you know, that kind of thing. Mm. So that's great. And I also, also think it's a massive thing for people to know and for people to understand, especially in our culture and in the way we are in this country, sometimes you can be too independent. Mm. You know, lift as you climb. Everybody can win. Mm. I don't, I yes. don't see why not. You don't need to stab someone on the back, mm. which is great. So I, uh, I'm happy. To, I'm very happy to, to hear that. Thank and I think other people should try and put that into their mindset and how they live. They mm. live their lives. To mm. be honest. So let's move on from working for free and go to another key concept that I think is valuable for people, especially young people, mm. and is mentorship, mm. right? How have you had a mentor, one? And how important, if you have had a mentor, do you think that relationship with the mentor has been for you in terms of your goals and in terms of where you are today? Yeah, I remember when I um, first came to admission, um, I had nowhere to stay. Mm there was this person i had of who um, happened to have stayed close to my area mm. um, so by then he was a lecturer at Futa, so i went to stay with him and fortunately for me he had his friend as well both of them are lecturers so both of them were lecturers in mathematics and I also gained admission into mathematics. Mm. So um, they really, really played a lot of role mentoring me. Okay. You know, one of them, Mr. Additional, mm. then now a doctor, the other one, Mr. Samson, now a doctor. And I, I also remember someone like um, Dr. Olabi by then. Mr. Falabi, but now a, a doctor. I also remember Mr. Daudu, who gave me his personal laptop. Wow. Gave me his personal laptop, which, which was something very, very important to him. Yeah, I cannot still quantify what he did. Mm. He mentored me, people like Dr. Olatunji, my, um, uh, my undergraduate supervisor, Professor uh, Adegbe. So, and I also remember mentors like um, Professor Emra Kili in um, Turkey and Professor um, SN Chateau mm. in uh, Austin P State University, USA. So, these people, you know, as well like um, Dr. Um, Usman my Excuse former um, co-supervisor and, mm. and, and my supervisor was so all so all of these people 
uh, and <laughs> I would not do it not to mention Dr. Yakini. So all of those people really, really played a great impact. You know, I had a great impact in my mentorship. So I was um, subordinate, I was obedient and submissive to them to listen to whatever they wanted to say. Okay, so most times, yes, most times I would look like a fool, you know, just to get their own insights. And um, it was really, really helpful. It was really, really helpful for me, you know. Okay. It, it really, really played, so, played so, so listening, you know, it doesn't matter how you look. Yeah, yeah. You, under, you understood that, okay, these guys, they have more, much more knowledge than I do. Yes. So yes, it's very yes. important to listen to them. Yes. And I believe that's also the main idea of mentorship, right? Yes, you are yes. You are getting direct information from people who have been there and who have done that. Yes, yes. Who definitely know much more than you do. Yes. So having a mentor, in fact, should be one of your top priorities as a young person yes. to tap into information and knowledge from people who have already been there, done that. Yes. In fact, that's the entire concept of the mastermind, mm. you know, to use other people's resources, like that person's laptop, like your, that your professor's laptop, mm. you know, uh, where you stayed, mm. uh, one of your prof professor, right? One of your mentors, mm. you know, uh, places. Mm. So it's very, very important and it's very, very key. And I would also advise alongside what you said, to other people to try and find a mentor but then how did you how did you find these mentors how, how do you find this mentor how would you advise anybody to go about finding a mentor yeah uh, some mentors um you know for example those that i stayed with when i was in undergraduate mm. you know uh it wasn't even uh my own decision to find them i think i found them through a friend through other people yeah yeah so okay. uh, but some might be difficult to reach when it comes yeah. to academic mentorship, right? Mm. So someone like Professor Jato, I got to know him when I started working for free, when I was working with someone. Ooh, another benefit of working for free. Yeah, yeah. So um, I helped this person to um, review his paper. Mm. And um, so we got to a point where we got stuck. I told him to contact that professor to explain some concepts to him. So it was after that time that I also contacted him mm, and right. we started exchanging um, messages. So the same way, I think the other person, I contacted him when I got stuck on a problem, you know, that I was um, battling with. Mm. So at the end of the day, I was able to solve that problem myself by God's grace. So, but he um, was very, very encouraging. He told me if I get to solve that problem, I should get in touch with him. And it was really, really helpful. So okay. um, sometimes you have to look for them mm -hmm. and sometimes you find you find them. They them. come to you regardless yeah. by chance or through somebody well, that you know yeah, or another, another kind you of know, Yeah. Myself, I believe in divine mm. placement. So sometimes yeah. it can be divine. It could be divine. So. There's also this thing about mentorship where it also has to be more or less a two-way thing. Mm. And by that, I mean, you don't just want to be asking for things from people all the time. Mm. You know, people, you also want to give back. Mm. You know, people must also see value in you. Mm. And I think that's what happened in your case mm. where, where you didn't find them, where they mm. found you because they saw, okay, this guy, mm. this guy is smart. Mm. This guy knows what he's doing. This mm. guy 
is determined. This guy is focused. Mm. So I believe that was the value you brought to that proposition. Mm. But is, is there anything else? You know, do you agree that you know you can't just be asking all the time? You know, if it's mentors, all that you also have to give something back to the mentor, who the person who has taken their time to mentor you. Yeah, I, I yes, that's very very true. Mm. Um, for instance, in the case of research. Let me take research as an example. You know, I would allow these people give me their insights. Yeah. You know, what they feel would work. But I will do the write up myself. Okay. So what I do in return is to save their time ah, and right. to work for them in return. Okay. And what I do is I will make my self as the first author. I would make them the them first author, okay. so which is usually very encouraging to them, mm. and by doing that, they tend to give more, give more to stuff. me. So they are, they are more willing to mm. help you out, to mentor yes. you, because they're also seeing the value mm. that you are adding to them. Yes, yes. And I think that's also a great way to ensure you keep a good relationship with your mentor. Yes, yes. When they see value, they see potential your mentor would want to mentor you they yes. see the, t the people can just they can see you know people can see where your head is at mm. quite early on usually when they first meet you mm. and a, a mentor tends to be more experienced so they even have <laughs> much more experience to know what you're about mm. so it's also very it's very important as we've said mm. to add value back to them mm. to, to add value to your to your mentors okay dr mike thank you so much we're just going to start to round up a bit. Okay. Uh, it's already, I've already learned a lot from you already. Myself, I know there's too. a lot that other people will be able to definitely take away from this, from our brief conversation. So to round off, I'll just ask you maybe two, three more questions. Mm. First one is what advice, you know, would you give to anybody who is studying math right now or programming or either or, or both actually? Mm. At probably university level as a student, you know, what what advice, what career path do you think they could take? You know, what to cause math you need to probably to be resilient, you know, you need to have a certain amount of focus to mm. to do the subject and to excel at the subject. Mm. So what kind of advice will you give them? Yeah, um back then when we were in school, mm. you know, the kind of orientation we had was um was not, you know, showing us a lot of examples about how mathematics can be applied. Yeah. You know, the advantages of mathematics. Uh, mathematics is in three facets. We have statistics, we have applied mathematics, we have pure mathematics. So for those in applied mathematics, I would really, really want them to be very good at programming because they would do the applications of mathematics, bringing mathematics into the real world. Okay. Now, those in, a, in pure mathematics, I would also want them to be very good at programming because when you prove a, prob uh, 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 prove a theorem, you would want to put that, bring that theorem into reality by programming, you know? So it's very, very good for you to have the knowledge of programming and okay. as well for someone in um, statistics yeah you know 
there are lots of advantages and applications of statistics all around. So mm. it's very, very good. So that means as a student, you shouldn't just wait and then you soak in all that your lecturer teaches you. I'm not saying it's bad, mm. but then you have to get and source for knowledge different from what you have been taught. So you have to be good at programming, take courses on communication, try to build your leadership skills, try to become a good person, become a better self of yourself, a better version of yourself. You know, try to do all it takes to become what you ought to be. Are you, are you, you know, and myself, yeah. there is this decision I had made while I was in school. I remember um, it, I made a decision at the front of tennis court. You know, I said, oh Lord, if you will help me, um, I would show people about you, you know, and you really did. So I would advise people to know the Lord, you know, mm, accept okay. Jesus as a personal and savior. Okay. And because that was what helped me. What definitely helped you. Yeah. Yeah. So I would really, really advise them as well to be focused, you know, eschew evil. Mm. Flee away from evil. Flee from evil. Pursue that which is right. Okay. Do not be involved in my practices, in uh, cultism, occultism, in um, all of these evil devices and vices all around. Yeah. You know, stay clear from stay all of those course. things. Yeah, you just say stay focused mm. because there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Okay, that's that's great. That is great. Very inspiring. Definitely. Uh, one more question. Actually, one more question. Yes, I'll let you go. <laughs> one more question I have is, so if you didn't do programming or you didn't do math, actually, no, let's focus on programming. Let's say you didn't study math or you didn't study programming in school. How, how can someone begin to learn like myself? You know, we've been working on a project together where mm. I've had to learn programming mm. alongside a master mm. like you. Oh. <laughs> you would, very, very good. <laughs> how would someone, you know, what advice would you give somebody that's trying to start programming for the first time? What advice you have? Yeah, I would advise that um, you see programming as a tool to have your leisure, right? Mm. Something you can play with, okay. something that is very, very lucrative, something mm. that can end you a fortune yeah. in future. Okay. And may I tell you that programmers usually call a lot of respect yeah you know they i mean they usually gain a lot of respect from people because when people know that you're a programmer and you can solve problems yeah. they tend to accord a lot of respect to yeah. you because they know you can solve problems so our advice that students should take their time to learn from scratch there are times where you can where you get hooked up mm. while programming go online you know you could google that line okay what is the just copy the error that you have with online someone must have been in a similar shoe someone must have asked the, yeah. that same question yeah. 
So it could be in Stack Overflow, it could be Mac, um, Stack, Exchange, any way it could be. So just ask questions and you see people, professionals who will answer your questions, even if no one has asked those There's questions before. before. Wow. Yes, yes. So it's very, very good to build up oneself. Yeah. You know, take them one after the other, try to understand each line of code and try to see a way to add more to your knowledge. Try to shift your mentality from being one-sided, you know, my course, my course, my course mm -hmm. is the best. You do mm -hmm. not know that courses are interwoven. Yeah. You know, there are several things that you need to learn from another course. Yeah. And then you need to bring into your own profession and that will make you stand out. Okay, so basically take a step back and look at the wider picture yes. than just your course. Yes, yes. And then programming obviously is part of the wider picture, which is a skill that is very valuable. Yeah. Not just now. In yes. fact, I think we're already in that age, mm -hmm. but also down the line in the future. Yes. In terms of programming. Yes. Well, Dr. Mike. I'm not a doctor yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you so much. Thank you so very much for literally you, spending this yeah. time. It's been almost an hour. I didn't even think we would spend this long yeah, on, yeah, on this conversation. There's a lot for people to learn and unpack mm -hmm. from the conversation that we just had, mm -hmm. from your experiences, and it's extremely commendable. And in fact, it's, it's, tr it's truly, truly inspiring. I keep on saying inspiring, but it really is, you know, from where you came from mm. to where you are today. And, and I know that you always, you're still learning. Mm. From what I know from working with you is that learning is, is in fact your number one or one of your top priorities and you keep on learning even though you have finished the school. Mm. And I think that's also another very key concept mm. because we never stop learning. Mm. Life, you're always learning. Mm. Like the, the, the people I listen to, like, for example, the Warren Buffett and the Ray Dalio's, they always say the same thing. Mm. You always keep learning, keep mm. learning, keep reading, keep evolving mm. because the world is always changing and clearly you always, <laughs> mm. you're still learning. Mm. So once again, thank you very much for sitting down with me. Thank I know you, you have done much, much more with your time, but you chose to sit down with me. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm really much And I'm sure that the people well. that watch this as well would also appreciate it. Thank you too. Thank you Dr. very Mike. much for having me. Thank it was you. it was it was a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you man. All thank right. you.